I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. The Lord Be With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is a Red 5 show, also affiliated with Fandom Collective. So, enjoy the show, and the Force will be with you very soon on the Lord Be With You podcast show. Hello there. It's most things Christian Fandom Geek. Shouldn't it be all things Christian Fandom Geek? Yeah, it's your boy. It's your second favourite favorite channel and show, The Law Be With You Podcast Show. Just a few reflections and thoughts on the first episode of season three. Although in the USA you guys call it series, but it's season three of Mandalorian. Um, just some thoughts. It's, it, this is going to have a few spoilers in, guys, but I'm not going to go spoiler heavy, so don't. Don't panic. Don't go. I'm not going to go too far if you haven't seen the first episode. The first spoiler I'll give you, um, which isn't too intense, is the fact that it's a short episode. I think it was about 27. Was it 27 or 37 minutes? Anyway, it was it was a really short episode. I think it was 37 minutes um, long, um, which I was not expecting. I would expect it to be at least 45, maybe 50 minutes long. And it was and I think it was 37. So I think. For me, that was quite an underwhelming start. The length, the run time of the of the first episode was was quite short. Now, I, I, I really hoped that Mandalorian would start off with a big bang, and it was like, yeah, explosive start to the to the show. And there was a kind of baptism scene right at the beginning. Once again, it's, it's a bit of a spoiler, but it's not over the top. And there was a young lad that looked like a young, um, like a young Mando. To be fair. Dean Jarin, um, it looked like a young Mando, so I thought, oh, is this a flashback? And then you find, and then Mando turns up to save the day. So it's like, okay, it's not a flashback, but it kind of looked like one. And the young lad looked like a young Din. Now that was an interesting start, and it was good to see Mando, you know, on the attack and and you know, kind of come out all swinging. And it goes straight away into this redemption arc story where he's seeking to find redemption. Now, we know a little bit about this, because if you watch the, the Book of Boba Fett, you know that the Mandalorian episodes kind of go into this. So if you watch season three now, without watching the, the end of the Book of Boba Fett, especially the episodes that that focus on, on, on Mando, you will be, not have a clue as to what's going on. Why is, Man, why is Mando, what is, what is his motivation, why he's doing what he's doing? You will not quite get it. So if that's you... Go and find, watch the episodes of the Book of Boba Fett where Mandalorian is in those episodes. And then that will help you get to where we are going now with season three. Um, so anyway, season three is, is started. There's some controversy over the show because obviously we all know that Cara Dune is not in the show, which is Gina Carano's character. We know that Gina Carano was fired because of issues with Disney Lucasfilm. They felt that she was uh, attacking people of of the LGBTQ community with tweets. And there's a lot of deconstructed as, as to what's going on there. There's fans that will be a pro Gina and there's also people that are against Gina. For myself, I like Gina as an actress. I don't think she's the best actress of all time, guys. I'm not going to... 
I'm not going to overplay it. I think, I think some of the danger, what happens though, is because Gina is seen as a, almost, she's almost seen as a freedom fighter within the pro-conservative movement. She's seen as a kind of anti-woke sort of figurehead, I guess, against against the establishment. I wouldn't even say just anti-woke. I think she's almost seen as a rebel in her own right. Like she's anti-establishment. She's fighting against the the the, the corporate um, the corporate power in in Disney Lucasfilm, and a lot of fans see her as the underdog, and because of that, she's very popular. She's the darling of the conservative geek kingdom, so to speak. There is some, some dangers in that that she she does get put on a pedestal a lot, whether she's right or wrong. But I also think that there there is some credibility into. When she's complained about how she's been treated, I think there's a story there. I'm not, I'm not going to be completely hundred percent supporting her on everything that she's doing or said, but certainly I think she's got some reasons to be annoyed at the way she was treated. I think that there there was a kind of agenda against her politics, but I also think that she's been very been she's been very unwise in how she expressed herself in in terms of her political views. I will fully support Gina being having the freedom to express her political views, but she needed to have, know that that would impact her career at Disney Lucasfilm, a company that is very is very liberal and is very it's not a conservative company, it's not a, a family values company, it's not a pro Christian organization. I wouldn't even say it's in the middle. I'd say it's very it's very liberal. It's left, very left wing. And if you're saying anything against that political paradigm, they're going to come down on you like a ton of bricks, which is what they did. And so she, I feel she fell into their trap. But in terms of Gina Carano as an actress, I think she's a good actress. I don't think she's, I don't think she's the best female actress ever. I don't think she's the best woman actress out there, but I do think she's a good action actress. And it is very evident from the first season from the first probably 20 minutes into episode one of Mando season three that her character Cara Dune is missed on the show watching the whole of that episode the one thing that kind of was conspicuous by its absence was Cara Dune they tried they, they gave one a one-line explanation as to why she's not there which wasn't satisfactory which wasn't done in a very good way it was just a by the way she's not here sort of thing I, a lot of fans won't be happy with it. Some people will be sympathetic towards Disney Lucasfilm, towards Kathleen Kennedy, towards John Favreau and Dave Filoni and say, well, look, they're doing the best with what they could do based on the situation. Maybe that's a fair point. However, the show is not the same without it. I'm going to be honest. I was excited for the show. The first episode hasn't, made me more excited if I'm being honest it wasn't the best first episode it's 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 watchable I think the other issue that they've got in Mandalorian now in season three is the whole Grogu Din arc it was beautiful for season one and season two it worked really well the father and the adopted son it worked really well for the first two seasons it's starting to become a bit of a tired trope now in season three I think when they um, when they 
completed this, the arc and they, and Din fulfilled his mission, his task, his project, and got Grogu to Luke Skywalker or to a Jedi, which we found out is Luke Skywalker. Guys, that's not a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched that yet, then you're just too far behind. Don't blame me for that one. But yes, obviously Grogu, Din got Grogu to Luke Skywalker. Now, for me, what you do then is either you say, okay, pivot, let's go a completely different direction and, and reinvent the show and give the show new life in a different sort of way, coming up with brand new ideas, novel ideas to move forward in, and pivot. Or you have Grogu be with Luke for a bit. So basically, if you're going to bring Grogu back, you don't do it straight away. You delay, you delay that and you pull the trigger at another point. Maybe at the end of season three, you bring you bring Grogu back. But you have Mando go at least one season without Grogu just to bring a bit of fresh air into the storyline. What they did is they seemed to panic, think we don't know what we're going to do now because a lot of success, the success of, of the show is built on the relationship with Grogu and, and Din. Um, they they seem to panic and then they've brought they've pulled the trigger too soon and they've brought Grogu back immediately. So by the time you get to the book, well, in the book of Boba Fett, which is almost like Mandalorian 3.2.5, um, you've got them reunited before even episode um, season three starts. You've got them reunited already. For me, they panicked. For me, they didn't really know what to do and they've just gone back to doing what they were doing previously because they, they're not sure how to move the show forward beyond that arc, beyond that, that, that sort of paradigm of that relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the relationship between those two, Din Djarin and Grogu. I love the, the, I love the connection. It brings warmth. It brings emotion. It brings connection to the story. It brings humanity to the story. It brings humanity to Din Djarin and the Mandalorian. Because obviously he's wearing that armour. And he's, you know, he's a bounty hunter. He's, he's not a very nice guy, really, if you think about it. He's an anti-hero. He's not a nice guy. So, so that arc, that narrative, that story brings humanity to his character, who's a cold bounty hunter who, you know, he lives by capturing people for money and bringing them to people that want to hurt them. That brings a redemptive arc to him as a father, and it brings humanity to him. So I get it. I get why you don't want to go away from that story, but ultimately, there's only so much you could do that story, and they refuse to give it some air. They refuse to say, okay, come away from it, then we'll go back to it. In doing that, you would have given the audience, like myself and others who are Mandalorian fans, you would have given us give us time to miss Grogu and Din together so that when you bring them together again, it means something, it has a purpose. It has value. We're, like, we're, so, we're excited that they're reunited. We feel like, oh my gosh, these guys are back. This is amazing. And we can go, and it brings a sort of bounce of momentum to it. Now, we're just thinking, oh gosh, they've, they've pulled the trigger too soon. So I don't know what they're going to do about that. The two things that needs to be addressed is, they haven't addressed the Gina Carano situation very well. And is it better almost to kind of bring in a new actress to play the role as Cara Doom? Because Cara Doom's character is is really 
conspicuous by her absence and it, it does affect the quality of the show. That's also a big up to Gina Carano to, to, to say that, wow, you played that role quite well because actually when you're not in the show, we're like thinking, oh man, the show's not as good without you. And I'm not saying that to kind of go over the top about Gina Carano. It's just giving credit where credit's due. Now, moving forward, I hope that the next episode two, three and four and how and all the episodes that go on gradually get better and better. And, you know, we've, we've got... Um, some good characters in there still. Katie Sackhoff, um, you know, as as uh, Bo Katan, is an interesting character. Obviously, Sasha Banks was in the show as, as as a Mandalorian, as well. So there are good characters that can be that we can look to. But it's still not the same show as it was in season one and season two. The other thing that you people say is that they do heavily rely on cameos. That's a fair point, although I'd, I'm going to be honest with you, I enjoy the cameos that they, that they, that they bring on, so I'm not going to complain about that. But they do; they are very reliant on cameos as well to kind of boost the show forward. Ahsoka, Luke Skywalker, you know, they, 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 they are very reliant on cameos. And obviously this year the Ahsoka shows are out as well. So they, have to, they may be thinking of bridging Mandalorian Season 3 going into the Ahsoka Season 1. So that will be very interesting how those two, if those two shows are going to connect, I would imagine they will connect in some way. That seems to make sense to me. So what do you think about, if you're a Mando fan, what do you think about these episode one, season three, episode one? What do you think about the Gina Carano legacy on the show? Whether you're pro Gina or not really in favour of Gina in how she conducted herself. What are your views? Find me on Twitter, Christian Fandomgy, or leave me a channel. Leave me, uh, not leave me a channel. I've got a channel. Leave me a comment on my channel, Christian Fandomgy, about the situation. I will be tweeting out some tweets on there. So throw in your two pence and let me know what you're thinking in terms of Mandalorian. Do you think the, that the show has run its course and that maybe it shouldn't go really beyond season three, or do you think there should be a season four and a season five, or do you think they should pivot away from the Mandalorian universe? I did say previously, if I'm being honest, that the Mandalorian universe is the best thing about Star Wars at the moment, including TV shows and films. That's that's the place that Disney Lucasfilm is at at the moment, is that the Mandalorian show is the best thing about the, Mandal about the Star Wars universe currently. But if the Ahsoka show is, is good, then that could, could also be a rival. So it's one of those ones, isn't it, really, guys? Anyway... Guys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, this has been the Lorby with the podcast show. Thank you for listening to this episode. I do appreciate it. I love each and every one of you, and thank you for engaging with the show and supporting this project. Keep safe, keep well, be a good person, and remember to use the force. The Lorby with the podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube. The best stories of our age from a Christian point of view.